0: Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Hello. Hello there, you're listening to episode 321 of Sexology Podcast. Since this episode goes live on Valentine's Day, I want to say happy Valentine's Day. I hope you are having fun plans for celebrating this day. If you're partner and you're interested in trying something new to celebrate this day, I have what you might be interested in. You can download my nine hot foreplay ideas that will help you to Bring back Cizzo in the bedroom for free. This is my gift to you. All you need to do is head over our show notes, download it right now, and start thinking about which one you want to experiment with. As a bonus, you can send it to your partner and you can choose a couple items together. If you are single, don't worry. I have an amazing gift for you as well. This week, we're teaching you a skill that might blow your mind. You can start practicing it from tonight. We're talking about a topic that has been gaining so much popularity in the world of mindfulness and sexual wellness. We're going to talk about breath orgasms. Experiencing breath orgasms offer a unique experience that goes beyond your physical pleasure. Many people talk about gaining access to their deeper state of consciousness and self-awareness. This is not a skill that I cultivated. I was just curious about it, learned more about it. And me and you can practice together. And hopefully next year, this time, this is something that we we have incorporated as part of our practices if you're interested in. To help us understand this topic better, we have Anya Laita joining us today. Anya is a San Francisco-based somatic sexologist and intimacy coach specializing in somatic healing modalities. Her focus is on helping others fall in love with themselves and their partners using sexuality as a catalyst for personal growth and transformation. You can read her full bio in the show notes. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Anya. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited and honored to welcome Ania Laita to our show. Ania, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I am excited about this conversation. Experiencing orgasm is one of my favorite topics. <laughs> I know that sex is not about only experiencing orgasms, but I think That for me, that's also a very exciting part of it. So, and I know sometimes people talk about, ask about what does it feel like? I know for different people, it feels different. And there's so many different ways that people can experience an orgasm. I'm sure we're going to talk about it. I love the content you have on this topic. So tell us more on what are some of the different ways people can experience an orgasm?
1: Definitely. So when majority of people think orgasms, they think about genitally focused explosive experiences. Maybe it is literal vaginal, cervical, G-spot orgasms, anal orgasms, prostate orgasms. And I find that current cultural understanding of the orgasms is limited for people's pleasure because it's largely tied to pelvic floor contractions and the focus on the climactic experience. And so when we expand our definition of orgasm, we are presented with a vast number of orgasmic experiences that are passive. So some people experience throatgasms or nipplegasms or eargasms, heartgasms. It can be emotion-based orgasms such as crygasms or anger. Laughter orgasms. So just about any emotional state when expressed in a fully embodied way can lead to an ecstatic. And then the physiological ingredients of emotion-based orgasm are actually the same as genital orgasm. And so it is a buildup of sexual energy or life force and will use of breath movement and sound and focus will also follow with that release if you're experimental enough if you're adventurous enough and you're using your body everyone has a potential to experience
0: i love it i think it's it's i'm I'm someone like uh, alex if someone is so enthusiastic about cake and now they're telling there's a galaxy of options for different cakes i'm very excited i know that most of those that i experienced mostly are Genitally based, but for me, psychological arousal is also a huge part of it. So you can stimulate different parts of my body. If that psychological arousal is not there, nothing gonna happen. But tell us, do they feel the same like emotional based orgasm versus genital based orgasm? Tell us more about that.
1: Yeah, everything feels differently to different people. And so, But if you are asking about mental versus physical orgasms, then it depends, right? Some people are conditioned to use, let's say, fantasy, or they are much more connected to imagination or visual stimulation, so their orgasms might be more mental. Some other people are feeling connected to their body and sensations, and their experience might be more in the body. And for many people, it's a combination of both. But I do find that oftentimes early on when people figure out how to have an orgasm, if they did, they continue doing the same thing over and over because it works. And then this way they wire their brain to anticipate a certain way to get there. So when it when we talk about body based orgasms, I find that it takes some oftentimes it takes a lot of intention and awareness, and practice to start disconnecting from your head and fantasy and paying more attention to the body and sensations. And ideally, you will utilize your full potential to experience pleasure. The idea is that it's not one or the other, but we can expand our capacity for pleasure and orgasms and use it all. The more, the merrier.
0: Absolutely. I know. And in, there are very interesting studies that they talk about importance of mindfulness, right? The embodiment, even if you have low desire, that can help in increasing your baseline of sexual desire, which is very powerful. And I know you said like it is embodied experience for our listeners that they're not familiar with the concept of embodiment. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Unfortunately, we live in the world where we are encouraged to treat our body as a vehicle that brings our grade from point A to point B. So when it comes to sex, for a lot of people, they might get lost in thought, whether it is they're thinking about their laundry list or about their partner stressing out, whether they're going to orgasm, or whether they're last long enough, whether their partner is bored. So... If that experience is so connected to they are so lost in that, it's very hard, it's likely that it's very hard for them to actually pay attention to the sensations and pleasure that is happening in their body. So when I talk about embodiment in the context of sex, what I mean is your ability to be fully connected to the moment, to your own body, and to your partner's body. So that if, let's say, you you are touching your lover or lovers, all your attention is so focused at the tips of your fingers, so focused on the sounds and the visual, and you're just completely immersed in your senses, that is what I would call embodied, fully embodied experience
0: to fully being present in the moment and kind of like not necessarily in your head as you mentioned. And I think you're right that some some people have lots of anxiety around sex and leaning into their mental self, like psychological part of themselves has helped them with feeling more more open sexually. But of course I know with embodiment that we say that like, we're honoring what we're feeling and we we are showing off ourselves in that moment. You know one one of the wonderful concepts that I didn't know about it until I became a sex therapist was this concept of orgasmic breathing, and that's that is such an interesting intriguing idea to me. I never experienced it, but I know that's someone that someone that's something that you teach. What is orgasmic breathing?
1: Yeah, orgasmic breathing is a practice that allows one to tap into pleasure or ecstatic states by using breathwork and other body-based tools like movement, sound, focus. And you can think of this technique as a deeply hearing sexual meditation. It has a potential to produce waves of tingly sexual pleasure that might surge through all of your body. It might feel ecstatic, might feel emotional or energizing. We just never know. It's an adventure
0: well, I'm curious, how did you learn about it? What was your journey of arriving to this?
1: Yeah, I think when I was studying tantric and Taoist arts, I, this practice was introduced by a teacher. And since then, it completely transformed my sex life because breastwork is amazing in its capacity to connect us to our sensations. So it's super simple. It's always available. And if you are using it during sex or like with a partner, you have opportunity to actually tap into more of the sensations and pleasure.
0: Well, I know you you are so generous that you offer that you're going to Lead us through an exercise, but uh, let's, let's do that more toward the end so people can have opportunity to experiment it for themselves. So, but I, I guess like I bet many people think about this is something that this special group of tantric practitioner can do. Is that something with orgasmic breathing? Is it something that everyone can practice and they can cultivate that skills? Or that's something that is only available to part of people, a group of people.
1: Now it, it's available to. Anyone, if you can breathe, you can have orgasmic breathing experience. The only word of caution is that if you've ever experienced obsessive, stroke, heart conditions, if you're pregnant, or if you have any other prominent medical condition, you have to proceed with caution. And instead of more intense breath work that I will be leading you on, you will just use your normal breath, paying attention to sensations. It will be slower breathing and nose breathing, it might take longer for you to get there, but you still are capable of tapping into some orgasmic breathwork. And then different people also respond differently to breathwork. So it might take more practice to tap into the orgasmic portion of the practice. So yeah, it's, it's a, I find that it is important to not have expectations, whether you feel like, oh, I will not feel anything, or you might feel it's going to be just mind-shattering, or orgasmic experience. Ideally, I invite you to just go on a journey. It's, it's an experiment and adventure. And just see what happens. Also knowing that practice makes perfect.
0: And I know that so many people talk about breathing during sex a certain way that can help them with having different kind of experiences based on your experiences. And I know you, you are body work teacher and educator. What are some of the, some of the different ways that people can use their breath in order to deepen their sexual experience or cultivate different experience during sexual experiences?
1: Yeah, great question. Actually, I teach my clients breathing techniques or encourage them to use breath work during sex. Like I said, just something as simple as breathing with your mouth open will allow you to be more sensitive to touch. And so it will heighten all other experiences. Everything that's going on in your sex life will, will be heightened and amplified by something as simple as breath work. So, and you don't need to be very obvious. You don't need to be breathing really hard. All it takes is just breathe your mouth open. And for some people, it is a bit of an edge because all of us are used to using nose breathing. And I, I certainly don't recommend you living your life breathing through your mouth. It is this advice is for More sexual experiences or maybe your soul pleasure, pleasure practice. Just I invite you not to believe me, but just try it out. Try breathing with your mouth open during your sexual experiences and see what happens.
0: That heightens your senses? Is
1: that the idea? That's right. A short experience could be just trying to touch your skin lightly in your normal, relaxed state. And then include breath work. Start breathing deep in a deep, connected, no no pauses between inhalation and exhalation way. And after five minutes of it, touch your skin again and notice what happens. And another advantage of breathwork work is that it makes it harder for you to check out and think about dinner. You are more present. Breath, especially more intense breathing, anchors your attention into the body. And this is what we want when it comes to helping people stay connected. To themselves and partners.
0: That sounds very special. My partner and I were doing this tantric practice of uh, sinking our breath as part of this kind of like practice. And even doing that was very helpful and calming because you have to be present if you're sinking your breath to someone else. And I think even that part of it was also very Interesting and brought more awareness to the moment and made it more delicious and exciting. So I, I'm excited to experiment with, with the breadboard that you mentioned for orgasmic breathing. I know we're looking at each other camera so we can turn off the camera so we can be comfortable. And, and I'm excited to hear and more about this and going on this journey with you guys. And if you are somewhere that you can do the exercise with us, definitely if you're not driving, (laughs) I invite you to join us on this journey.
1: Alright. So for this practice, you might want to set up your space. Make sure you have some time, you're not feeling rushed. Make sure you feel safe and comfortable, whatever that means to you. Also, with breastwork, oftentimes people feel cold. So make sure you either have a heater or a blanket so if you're getting cold, you'll feel cozy and comfy. You might light a candle. Of course, I recommend candles that are non-toxic since you will be inhaling a lot of the air you might choose to play music especially rhythmical music might help you to stay on track and something to keep in mind is that it's called work as in breath work for a reason and initially the first three to five minutes it might feel it might feel like a work you might feel resistance you might not want to keep going And I encourage you to give it a try. And after about three to five minutes, you will be able to breathe in a relaxed way. Will not feel like work anymore. So, and as far as the best position for orgasmic breathwork, ideally you will be flat on your back. Without using a pillow, you can be on your bed or on the floor, with your knees bent and a feet flat. And as you get ready. I invite you to start taking deep breaths through your mouth without pauses on the inhalation and exhalation. And as you breathe, notice air traveling all the way down to your pelvic floor and back And as you continue breathing, you will be paying attention to all the sensations that arise, immersing yourself in all your senses. And if there are areas of tension in your body, see if you can soften and relax them, release with each inhale and exhale. And it is recommended to try inhaling and exhaling out of your mouth. when you first begin. It will help you get into your body. Eventually you might become aware of your sexual erotic energy once you're settled into your breath and body, and you will continue breathing for about five minutes. And if at any point you feel like you're overwhelmed or it's too intense, know that the moment you switch to your usual nose breathing and stretch your legs, you will return it back to normal. And one other thing to keep in mind is that sometimes especially when you are just beginning with breastwork. You might feel really tingly throughout your body, but also cramping up. There is a condition called tetany. It's when your hands and feet start cramping up. And it's perfectly common and normal. And if that's happening for you now, that it's okay. And these and sensations will subside the more you do it. There's nothing to worry about. So, you will continue breathing, inhaling and exhaling. Hopefully, at this point, there are some sensations that are in your body. When you're practicing on your own, I encourage you to play some music, perhaps shamanic African drumming, something with the rhythm that will encourage you to keep going. Or you can do it with a partner or friend for the accountability. Now, Another thing you want to do is adding some sound. And when you say sound, I don't mean some sort of fake, exaggerated sound. It can be something as simple as just sighing out on the exhale or humming or any other sound. And it might seem simple, but for some people, it takes a lifetime to learn. But activating your vocal cords is essential to have orgasmic breath experience. So in time, it will become easier and easier. And the sound can be growl, sigh, singing, anything. So long as you're letting out the sound connected to the sensations you're experiencing, eventually you will start unlocking energy movement or sensation in your body. And as you continue breathing in and out, feeling really connected to your body, to the moment to your senses. On your next inhale, I invite you to start squeezing your pelvic floor muscles. It's as if you're contracting your pelvic floors towards your head. You will contract on the inhale and relax on the exhale. This is some beginning stages of practicing moving sexual energy throughout your body using breaths and sound. And I will also invite you to add some movement. It can be very slight movement. And notice how sound and movement is anchoring your attention to your body. Then on your next inhale, I invite you to just inhale deeply and exhale. And you will take a couple more deep breaths. And at the top of your third inhale, I invite you to hold your breath and start contracting your toes, your ankles, your thighs, your pelvic floor, your abs, your belly, your chest, your face and neck. Basically, every part of your body is contracted for as long as you can hold until you can't hold any longer and you will exhale. And here, you can stretch your legs and relax completely, returning back to your normal breathing. And for just the next 30 seconds, allowing yourself to integrate, tapping into any sensations that are arising in your body, having no judgment, no placing value on your experience, bringing your curiosity, celebrating yourself or trying something new if it's new to you. And when you practice on your own, I encourage you to go on breathing a little bit longer, perhaps 20 minutes or 40. The longer you engage in breathwork, the more exciting your experience will be at the end. But hopefully you got a little taster of what it might feel like.
0: Well, that was so delicious. <laughs> that was excellent. I thank you so much for taking us on this journey and I, i've done like here and there some breath experiences with colleagues like yourself that they teach breath work i always get surprised how powerful it is to to do that. kind of like we just changes us your breath and way you're breathing to have different types of experience that was beautiful thank you for gifting us this when you were talking about breathing so what i was thinking about was is it mostly so the entire time you're breathing in and out of your mouth. Is that is that what was the intention was?
1: Yes, that's right. And it will be a little bit faster than our normal breathing and a little bit deeper. I don't know if you can hear me, but it will be something like... And the faster you go, the more intense it will be. So I do recommend people filling it out for themselves and finding... Some It shouldn't be too relaxed, but if it's too fast and overwhelming, you might want to tone it down. And with practice, you will be able to modulate it the way it fits your nervous system.
0: I found that the kind of adding the body movement to it kind of made it more interesting and it built excitement, right? That I felt the excitement and I was like, Oh wow, this is this is excellent and I was surprised again you know, changing the breathing, not adding the mental component necessarily can be so powerful.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and actually in any orgasmic experience, as you get closer to orgasm, your breath automatically gets faster and your heartbeat. And so I think Orgasmic breathwork is our way to hack our system in a way to amplify this movement of energy of blood flow and create more arousal. It has this potential, but orgasmic breathwork is more than that. Sometimes it can bring up the emotions of anger or sadness. It's emotional channel, whether it is sadness or anger, whether it is joy or happiness. These are two sides of the same coin. So something like orgasmic breath work allows us to fully tap all the different emotions that are present. It also connects you to your primal self, to your primal energy. And this is sexual energy and the energy of life force.
0: I'm also excited to experiment, experiment with, with adding different components, as you mentioned, like adding music can be also very powerful and also experimenting with different sounds, like what, what comes naturally, I'm sure for different people is a different. Do you find that even producing different noises, different kind of sounds that creates a different experience, or it's more about kind of two, finding your own tune?
1: Yeah, I, I think it will be different at different moments. And and that's what, what's exciting is that it's there are no two experiences that are alike. It will be different depending on your mood. As long as you are in touch with your animal body, opportunities or possibilities are endless. And yeah, adding sound, such a great idea. And of course, a lot of women were conditioned to, to be quiet. So if for some women, it, it is quite a challenge. And not just women. Probably most people, it is challenging to f- feel fully expressed when it comes to pleasure. And this is another opportunity to practice, and it will absolutely color your experience.
0: That is such a good way of putting it. I know many of my clients that they work through kind of liberating their sexuality. They they get more in tune with their authentic voice. It's not not necessarily what people see in porn, right? That like screaming, that's very theatrical. It's more about kind of like sound that people make, which is more juicy and exciting. Is orgasmic breathing is like the exercise you mentioned is powerful for people of all gender. Is is that like do you recommend you lead people to the same journey whether if they're vulva owners or penis owners? Absolutely,
1: yeah. And in fact, for penis owners, it is an opportunity to tap more into what some of the orgasmic experiences for vulva owners feel like, because orgasmic breath work often creates experience that is more full-bodied, not just genital, localized, and oriented. So it it is a fantastic opportunity for people of all genders to expand their pleasure potential.
0: Beautiful. Well, I definitely am planning to practice it more (laughs) and experiment with different contexts, different sound, and different movement. Thank you for leading the way. And I bet there are so many of our listeners that they want to learn more about you and where can they get a hold of you. What are some of the places that your content is available? Yes,
1: I currently offer one on one coaching in the areas of sex and intimacy and I often work with people who found loss of their lives and generally are very happy, sexually, unfulfilled and, and want to change that. And if you're one of those people, I'll be happy to support you and you can find me at SFsexcoaching.com.
0: Well, thank you. The link for that will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for being so generous and offering us an experience of doing orgasmic breathing. And this was an absolute delight. And hopefully, we can have you in the show in the future. Thank you. It's a pleasure. There you have it, a deeper look into world of breath orgasms and how they can enhance our sexual experiences. I hope this conversation has sparked your interest and encouraged you to explore this topic further. If you are interested to gather more information about sexual health, you can watch my new videos on YouTube. I've been active on my YouTube channel in the last three, four months. Every single week, I post a new videos. Some of them are interviews. Some of them, it's only me talking about the topic that's relevant to experiences of many of my clients that I see. And at times, I answer listeners' questions there. So make sure you're heading to our channel the Handles at Sexology podcast and show us some love. And I cannot wait to see you next week right here. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.